welcome, welcome to, to the, the tea. tea. Champagne's working. Weeha. We only had a sip. Um, my that shows what you know about me. Uh, <laughs> my name is T Rex. Who are you? I am Lucky Stiff. How are you? I'm great. What's what's going on? Uh, we just ate a whole bunch of Reese's candy, which probably yes. explains why we're hyper as yeah, fuck that's right what now. It is. We ate so much. We have this huge show with Gus Kenworthy tonight that I'm doing. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I feel like you know that thing where your adrenaline's just like. Uh, okay, let's you know. I'm just yeah, like, let's party. So I'm gonna kind of see what happens tonight. I have zero expectations. I'm just like revved up. So that's gonna be a wild time. Yeah. yeah. This weekend, I feel like there's more Halloween stuff weekend. happening. Yeah. But isn't next weekend Halloween weekend technically? Well, I <laughs> like Halloween a lot, so I wanted to go for years if possible. Also, Great. I Ideal. saw the, the brand new. Um, Adam's Family movie. Oh, it did is you? Horrible. No. Um, Adam's Family is one of my tragedy. favorite. My favorite. The Adam's Family Values is <sighs> one of the most perfect movies of all time. This raggedy movie. God was damn it! So awful. So, anyways. Well, R.I.P. My hopes and dreams. I know. Just wait for the red box, sweets. Yeah. Um, anything you need to catch us up on? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm really excited. I'm going to New York for a week in November and just like slamming out all sorts of gigs and doing nice. um some stuff with the dance company that I did that um dance show cowboy that was like a me and a bunch of my clown minions mm-hmm. and. Uh, so we're doing a whole bunch of stuff together and a bunch of the clown minions were like, can we dance with you at shows? And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't like have a backup dancer number, but let's make one. Right. So we're going to do a whole thing. I'm really excited All right, about Heath it. Ledger. Yeah. Get clown minions on it. Look, I love being the Joker, even <laughs> though I hate him very much. I, I have no desire to see that new movie. It looked like insult. I shit. haven't watched it yet. It looks horrible. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I love Joaquin, but RIP, it's too bad. Oh, well, yeah. But no, it but looks, no, it no, looks thank you, please. Too, like masculine, like feel bad for me, kind of right. stuff. Right, and, and I'm like, give like, me bisexual Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy That's any day. Want. I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready. All right, we gotta jump into this. Yeah, let's. Um, we are joined by uh, two. Well, we have one first timer. Miss Louisiana Purchase is Yay. here from Austin. Texas. Austin, Texas. Hello. I'm very happy to be here. Yes, welcome. Thank um, you. Also, we have Kat Sass is here. Hey! This is your third time here, fourth time this here? This is my fourth time Holy here. Holy shit, wow. I, you might be a record holder. Uh, maybe me and Chan? Yeah. Or me and Dixie? I, I think don't it's know. Chan. Mm, yeah. Me and Chan. Chan? Well, I'm delighted to Tender-oni. be back. Tender, Oh, Tender. Yes. I love it. Well, because we did the panel one, yeah. Tender, yeah. and I. So Only the good we people. We kind of ended up with a random extra slot yeah. of one. But yeah, I'm so happy to be back. Super excited yes. to meet Louisiana and purchase. Yeah. I'm, like I'm freaking excited out to a meet little you. Bit. Yeah. Um, Louisiana, I didn't realize that you used to live in Chicago. Yeah, I lived oh. in Chicago for a short while, right on Western Division. Pre-gentrification era. So 1932, right. I was here. When I was a young warthog. Yeah, when I was a young child. Um, yeah, I love Chicago. Just too cold from my southern ass. I'm sorry. I feel you. And I feel you. You moved here from... From New- Louisiana. Okay, yeah. New yeah. Orleans. Yeah, born and raised. So that's where you lived your whole life? Yeah, moved- in Louisiana. Oh, okay. Moved to Chicago, moved back to Louisiana, and I've been in Austin now for eight years. What made you choose Austin? Um, uh, It was where most of my friends from Louisiana were going, and I was mm-hmm. like, well, if it's good enough for them, I'm going to give it a try. Yeah. So uh, went to Austin, and about a year after living there, like, fell into drag, like, yeah. literally happenstance fell into it and like literally hit the ground running and it's just been a blur since then how long have you been doing it i've been doing drag i just turned six on october oh, 18th happy so, birthday oh my gosh. six <laughs> 
It's a nice, nice young age. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been completely jaded by drag yet. So wow. it's perfect. God bless. Give it time. Give it time. You <laughs> just came off a competition show. It yeah. should be settling in in about right. a year or so. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I love Austin. Austin's fun. Great supportive community. The drag mm -hmm. there is awesome. So yeah, I've been there for eight years now. I've been really enjoy it. What are some big names in Austin that we should know? Big names in Austin. Well, my drag troupe that I've belonged to is called Poo Poo Platter. <laughs> oh, love that. And we've performed all over the U.S. We've done uh, gigs like Blow Pony, Bushwig, mm -hmm. all over the place, Wigwood. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been with, their, with them for eight years, and I have my own show called Die Felicia, mm -hmm. which is a drag <laughs> That's best funny, name. horror variety show. Um, and that's been going on for a while. But yeah, some of the bigger names, Hentai mm -hmm. is amazing okay. in Austin. Uh, Hentai also makes music. Oh. And is, an, is a very amazing musician. Um, who else is amazing? Ruby Knight is mm -hmm. gorgeous. She co-hosts a show with me called Sad Girls Only. Oh, we oh, serve that's cake. my favorite title yeah, for a show ever. Yeah, we serve cake, <laughs> literal cake, there for you to sit down and cry into and just like, you know, get it all out. Yeah. One night, you know, one night a month you can. That's all. Just I love a pastry. A pastry <laughs> and a some drag tears. show. It's great. Right. It's good. Uh, but yeah, Austin is filled with. Um, I find a lot of the the drag in Austin is self propelled. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of people have a lot of ambition to go out and do their own shows. Mm -hmm. You don't see a lot of girls who are just like, "Hi, I'm here. Can someone book me?" It's more like girls going, "I want to do a show." Right. Yeah. So you know, it's we're kind of in the middle. We're not on a coast. Yeah. We're, we're a, a big city, but not a huge city. So the girls just kind of just take initiative to start their own yeah. shit, which I love. That's great. Is, I, there, is there a lot of stuff kind of popping up right now? Or has it been in the last few years? And like, because I, I feel like I've been hearing about Austin drag more recently. Yeah, I would say like in the last two or three, things okay. have really been a lot more kind of uh, exploding. A lot more shows. There is drag like every single night of the week, nice. every single week. There's, you can't spit without hitting a drag show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a vibrant community and everyone is really, you know, they're, they're good. We're good cheerleaders for each other. That's, and I appreciate that. That's instead of being, you know, a, a total like, asshole. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It's a lot like what ours is like. And I think yeah. it's like so necessary if you want to have a really well, fucking good scene yeah. for everyone to just shut up and well, I find the other. scenes that I'm attracted to are the ones that are like that, that yeah. they're, they're close knit, you know, people helping, you know, those are also the better ones because the other ones, people just are stifling each other, you know, exactly. And it's just bullshit. And you know? I mean, obviously <laughs> from not the fun. show, you can tell I like, like, I like lifting people up. Yes. And like, I want you to come at your A game at me, mm -hmm. not like your C or D game because yeah. like your depressor, what the hell ever. Like I want you, <laughs> like I want everyone on the top of their game and, yeah. that, and I try to bolster everyone to keep them there. So fuck yeah. For better or for worse. <laughs> um, now it's Halloween season. Have you been stealing lots of pumpkins instead of uh, invitations lately? At, God damn it. Uh, yeah, my house is filled with nothing but pumpkins and just, you know, my wailing tears at night. I, I cry and, and sleepwalk you along the You haunt your own house. I haunt my own house while carrying a pumpkin. What happened with the pumpkin? So, oh, um, it's no surprise to anyone that... that Knows me. Um, I, I enjoy uh, marijuana. Oh, and no. I, I enjoy it a lot. Um, oh. And maybe all I really heard from the stage was <laughs> pumpkin invitation. Right. 
So we then go to the yeah, haunted yeah, house. Yeah, 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 I got it. Right? <laughs> Going through it. Like, you know, I don't want to delve too much into, you know, the behind the scenes. But, sure. you know, it, it, we basically were alone going through it with no direction. Ooh. So wow. just in there. How long did that last? Like, how long was that going on for? I, I would say uh, each of us, the experience lasted about 20 minutes, 25 That's minutes. That's a long fucking time. Yeah, it felt longer. That's I was like, have I been in here an hour? And they're like, no, girl, you have <laughs> not. Oh, um, wow. So we're kind of like left to our own devices to kind of navigate this right. haunted house. No one is. And it is dark. There's right. one light. You can't see anything. So the scene where like literally there are people behind me and my bald ass is like, I think there's someone. I had no idea that person was there. So I run up and as I'm grabbing the pumpkin, because I thought it was a two for deal, I realized I knocked over the (laughs) scroll. The scroll fell down and it may not have looked like on TV, but when I was searching for it, it was just pitch black. I couldn't see anything. So I was like, fuck it. Just run, bitch. You got a pumpkin. That's right. got to count for something. <laughs> right. So that that's the whole, I got the pumpkin. And I literally said that out loud because I was like, how do I like cut? Like, I don't, we weren't given a direction to like cut. So I was just like, I got it. Can we cut now? Yeah. So that was like, the whole. Turn on the dim. <laughs> How'd you get out? Do they turn the lights on? Or you have to like, now you got to, another 20 walk, minutes walk your, walk oh your way God. out, diva. But, uh, <laughs> oh no. And I clutched onto that pumpkin until they literally were like you can let go of it <laughs> yes you can give us back the pumpkin now yeah. also like, it's worth nothing it's worth yeah. nothing like, and you, you can take it for the house if it you, makes you feel better but it's nothing right, right. you you've you failed diva you <laughs> i think you did everything great right but yeah uh you know thankfully i uh i have a really good sense of humor yeah i don't like i mean it's drag it's drag people like it's drag and i grabbed a pumpkin instead of a scroll and there you go but uh, uh yeah people are like when they see me at shows they're like pumpkin oh like, no your legacy my legacy of pumpkin right how did I, I have a question before I forget how do they film the exterminations do they like have you guys stay and they do them all like on, on one day or do they they eliminate you and then they're like alright let's get this well, done well I know I can uh, for the infamous staple gun challenge um, you know they separate you they don't want you know no one to see you know mm-hmm. obviously what's going on it keeps the element of surprise for the other uh, performers who are up for extermination. It's basically one by one. They're like, okay, girl, this is what we're going to do. These are your marks. Like, you grab that staple gun, you better start stapling because you have one minute. Oh, my God. And I just remember standing there like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And I started walking to it, and I was like, let's rock and roll, fuckers. And then the minute I touched it, I just started stapling. And then I was done. And then whenever I was moved off stage, then another contestant would come up and do their yeah. extermination. So no one knows. You just hear the noises Yikes. going on upstairs. That's so, traumatizing. Yeah, it was uh, It was quite something. Not what I had planned on doing right. on Dragulus. Excuse me, staple gunning my leg. But yeah. there I was, and yeah. I did it. But yeah, it's, it's very real. The exterminations are very real. And yeah, they... They suck. They suck ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, shall we dive in? Yeah, let's do it. Is there anything new with you, Kat, that we need to know about? Um, I don't know if this will, I don't think this will be out by the 31st, but I have my own show at the Museum of Contemporary Art. That's fucking exciting. It's fucking Isn't exciting. That crazy? That's it's called great. Bad Femme, yeah. yeah. And um, so I'm putting together like, 
we're taking a full video, so that'll be on my social media, and it's like 10 minutes, and I like give birth to 70 feet of lights that go flying up the stairs. And so you. I go into a cherry picker and go 20 feet in the air. It's like crazy. It's like, it's like defying gravity, but like really dark. Right. <laughs> yeah. The boulets uh, present. Defying gravity with a vagina. Um, so I'm really excited about it. I think it'll be fucking cool. Um, fucking rad, dude. So yeah, I'm putting that together and um, I'm, uh, I guess, yeah, putting together a bunch of stuff. Oh my gosh, I have a, I'm working on a live rock and roll drag show that we'll be able to talk more about oh, soon. Cool. Um, that'll be in the new year. And that's going to be crazy because we will have all live singing drag, all wow. live performance drag um, in a really big venue. So yeah. um, it's crazy to be able to take it to a bigger place and yeah. do something like that. So I guess that's like what we're starting to work on right now. Mm -hmm. Um and you're going to be at the Austin Drag Fest. And I'm headlining Austin yeah. Drag yeah. Fest. Um, yeah. So I'm exciting. Uh, excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I am very excited. I'm if excited. I do speak for myself. <laughs> uh, sorry, I meant to say stressed out. Um, <laughs> Same thing. And, uh, and so Dame Judy, my band with Discord Adams, we're going to close the entire festival yeah. with a stadium rock concert that will be so queer um, and exciting. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Not sleeping. Eight shows, ten shows this weekend. Don't yeah. know what's happening. Don't know where I am. Fuck it. Going to do Cash the gust. Checks. <laughs> yeah. Cash the checks. Yep, cash the checks. Yeah. Uh, wash my dollar bills off and hope yeah. that right. banks take them after this weekend. It's always a toss up. <laughs> they won't. <laughs> um, all right, shall we jump in? Yeah, yes. let's do it. All right. You know. All right. Yeah, I can do it. Um, Nora from Columbus. What are some of your favorite personal successes, drag related or not, and why? Louisiana, would you say? I would say my favorite successes have been. Um, I open up for a lot of bands. Mm. Um, I perform at a lot of concerts. Re the most recent one was I opened for Orville Peck. Oh yes. oh, Orville um, Peck. So per his request, which yes. was like... That's so cool. You watch his Dragula? Or he got, knew you he from does. Before? Oh, he nice. watches every week. Oh, um, and the show was amazing. And he really gave like a really amazing um, speech about drag and how drag is one of the most important art forms we have. <gasps> yeah. Uh, God, in the world him. and how it needs to be appreciated and appreciated on a local level as well. Oh, oh yeah, he angel. went into the whole, like, honey, he's... God, he's, he's just a fantasy come to life. He's like the sexiest man whose face I've never seen. Well, you know what you I mean? Like, I God feel like damn! That's what oh, say. No. I feel like that face is hot. It is very you hot. You can tell it's a hot yeah. face. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a Jesus. hot face. He's a you hot knew. guy. He's I hope. like... <laughs> Hot, 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 all the way around, and it's like, just crazy that he's secretly Lucian Piani. That is right. Weird. I know. <laughs> Shh. Have you listened to his new album, Pony? Oh, I was just listening yeah. to it. It's so freaking yeah. good. I can't it's even talk. It's like chill album. out music. Yeah. yeah, it's like for like days where you're cleaning, chilling, maybe smoking yeah. a joint. Exactly. Oh, bless. So uh, it's a little chill for my taste, but mm -hmm. I can recognize that it's good. I just it's not really my jam. I'm yeah, very but into uh, that. he's fucking cute. So. Yeah, mm -hmm. or whatever's under that. And so that French. was like a really exciting. Oh, yeah. And yeah. before that, I opened for Boy Harsher. Mm -hmm. I opened for Chelsea Wolf. Uh, you were doing it. Woof. A bunch of uh, artists that I really admire. So for me, that's you know someone who is not in the film the field of entertainment that I'm in but can still appreciate it and it's like hey like we want drag doesn't like, that feel great when you get that like random call from someone being like we need you or we need drag queens mm -hmm. or what yeah know? like Charlie XCX has been doing it a lot lately yeah 
Yeah. I know King Princess for yeah. a while. Yes, I opened King up Princess. for King Princess. So awesome. awesome. It was um, in, in front of a sold out crowd at one of the biggest music venues in Austin. It was like 600, 700 people. Holy shit. And just to hear them scream, like when you walk out, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. What number Y'all did calm you do? down. It's, it's, it's just Lana Del Rey's Black Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that's usually my. I, I do a lot of burlesque. Sure, I, yeah. I'm kind of touted as a burlesque queen on Dragula. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do a lot of Lana and take my clothes off. Excellent. Very slowly. Incredible. <laughs> Everything about that is great. Uh, uh, we, I have to say a big thank you to a queer pride who brought you here. Yes, yeah. thank you, a queer yes, pride. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, uh, La Nocturne tomorrow night. Yes, yes. I'm I love vi- that. My first time performing in Chicago That's ever. Right. So wow. y'all come out. Homecoming. I'll give you a kiss. <laughs> I'll let you squeeze my butt. <laughs> wow. Maybe. Okay. If the Venmo goes through. <laughs> right. right. You can squeeze my butt. Clear. Right. Clear. <laughs> squeeze it. <laughs> what about you, Kat? Personal successes, drag successes, things that you're like, yes, this, this thing. MCA thing is fucking huge. MCA mm-hmm. is pretty fucking huge. The band has been fucking, like, killing it. We booked like, 10 dates and we don't have uh, an EP yet or anything. Right. So we're going to write some music right. real fast. Um, <laughs> it, well, when you guys started performing, it felt because it, like, what do you perform? Uh, what songs you did? Uh, like hardest button to button. Like we do uh, uh, Jack White. We do Led mm-hmm. Zeppelin. Yeah. Queen. You do some Queen. We do Queen. This weekend, we're going to be giving you an all prom fantasy doing Nirvana, <laughs> Courtney Love. Yeah. Um, we're doing a super sped up version of Tainted Love. That's a oh, minute nice. and 20 seconds long. Oh, 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 <laughs> it's so God. fast. I think what works- if we can survive. I think what works about it is like you can you can sing along with any song and at the club at, at, at um, a drag show and you can just totally get your life to a Beyonce song or anything that you just you know every word to. But there's something about hearing a live guitar and live oh. vocals that just takes you to a really specific place. Mm-hmm. And for that, how long are you guys on? Eight minutes, ten minutes. I mean, it's just ten. it. There's nothing like that, and especially to start the show out with that, I feel like it just shakes it's the nerves energy. out of people. Mm-hmm. It just it grabs their attention. And it just jolts it right away. So much energy. Yeah. No one else is doing it. It's crazy. And I can't, it's so funny because this, I knew that we had something because the first time we performed before we formed the band, when we performed live, people were grabbing my legs like I was fucking, you know, Freddie Mercury, Van Halen. And I was like, oh, I get it. It has a a kind of a trance, like, it just Mm -hmm. takes you over. Yeah, it's just really cool. It feels beautiful. And that's been like one of the most beautiful things that I've experienced. But other than that, just this year alone, I came in top three in Alaska's drag pageant. I was on national television. I was the first AFAB person to play a drag queen on national television. I was the first AFAB person to do the Rose Room in Dallas in their entire... 40 year history mm-hmm. um, and you know just some cat oh first AFAB Cosmo Queen yeah um, so that was first this year yes and I hope not the last I really am tired of being the first of things um, and I, I'm excited it's thrilling it's but not like a bad problem to have, it's not but... a bad problem to have but like come on y'all let's yeah. move the culture forward that's yeah. like what I'm really excited about but yeah. also super freaking grateful if I can be of any service at all and I love that and I think that it opens doors when you open doors for other people so it's just like been a yeah. it's been the year of my life yeah so this I, that's just been the year of my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a good time. Um, all right. Uh, next up, William Fro, Fro. William Fro Orlando. <laughs> William Fro, um, what has been the most empowering experience in your drag career? On the other hand, what has been the most humbling experience? Oh, boy. 
I love broke down palace stories. Oh, man. <laughs> what made you realize you were raggedy and oh, low God. down and made so you want to go home what? and take like a bath, right? Every night of my life. There's <laughs> right. always one moment where you're just like standing in, you know, some back basement of something and you're like, yeah. shoe is broken, or you're yeah. like standing you're like, your wow. Piss. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> there's an o- there's like an open like sewer next to you or something, right. and you're like, wow, I'm really here right now. Right. Living life. Yep. <laughs> we had this horrible show in um DeKalb, Illinois. It was a couple years ago. It was me and have I talked about this before? Me <laughs> to me and, briefly, yeah. Me and Kimchi and um this is before she was on the race and uh Sarah Andrews. Yeah. And this show was the most unorganized show <laughs> of my entire life. And there was a point where some okay, so it was just like people running through the the audience, like it was so disorganized. The music didn't work. They kept having to take breaks. I had a co-host. Everything was a nightmare. And so then they started adding in booty shaking contests, which was their way of just like stretching the show. So then they start letting people come up on stage. And so it's a really large stage. Yeah. And so to minimize the stage, they pulled the curtains out in the front, right? So the person comes up, up through the stairs, comes up to the side, and doesn't realize that the lip of the stage is right there. So no. people are bum rushing no. the stage. And I'm already like, Kim, I'm going crazy. These we're nuts. Like the show's already an hour long. Like I'm gonna jump. And um, <laughs> this girl just like goes in the booty shaking contest and just like rolls off the stage and I just I, I gave it to my co-host I was like um, I'm gonna give this to you I'll be right back and I went to the back and I just started laughing so hard oh because God. I was so miserable I was like you guys this is horrible they're like hey, when is this over like, we were all just going berserk hysteria like, it was always yeah. hysteria mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. and there's something about drag that is it sometimes uplifts you so much and makes you feel so queer and special <laughs> but also you are just always a second-rate celebrity, no matter how famous you get. Yep. You're always the yep. working class. She is a yes. fickle mistress drag. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I don't know. That's what I like about it, where you're just like, I can be humiliated, but also really happy at the same time. Like, <laughs> like God help us. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. Woof. What about y'all? What you, we can have successes, too. Yeah. On um, I definitely feel that uh, Dragula for me was a big success mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's one thing I never had planned to do reality TV. Uh, uh, I've been asked prior to, and I was like, no, thank you. Reality TV is not my thing. Anything in particular? Uh, I, I was approached earlier oh, for okay. Dragula. And uh, oh, okay. I was like, mm, I think I just want to kind of like do my own thing mm-hmm. and not do TV. Yeah. And then when uh, it got brought up on the table again, I was like, well, you know, Let's just fucking do it. And I'm so glad I did because A, I did learn a lot. My drag grew. Yeah. Um, but also you are, for all your successes, you are incredibly humbled mm. while on the show. Yes. Um, and you realize, wow, um, okay, uh, I still have a lot to learn and a lot to do. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so it was a great like twofold learning experience. I felt like I really like am sitting in my like drag power, so to speak, more so than I ever have. I feel like at my most confident than I ever have, just from surviving the show. Yeah. Not only like right. like not even say like, oh, top four, but like I just I'm just glad I survived the fucking show. Came out the other end. <laughs> yeah. and, right. You know, and, and did, you know, I'm very proud of myself. But on the other hand, it's like it really brings to the forefront forefront like, oh, these are things I maybe need to work on. Mm. You know, as a person, as a queen too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a great twofold kind of like, it was a hug and an immediate slap in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It was a strong Italian mother. Oh, oh, yes. you, oh man. Hug, oh, then man. I just pinched both of those cheeks until <laughs> you were triggered. in tears. I'm, right? Yeah, I was. I just went back to my childhood <laughs> for a minute there. Exactly. Love. Uh, would you do it again? Would you do like in a heartbeat? Yeah, in a heartbeat. That's awesome. I would. I would do dry heel again in a heartbeat. Um, I hands down love every single one of those people that were cast along with me. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm the oldest one. I'm also like I'm like, shit isn't that serious, y'all. Like I yeah. I definitely didn't let things like I didn't get hung up on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, look, we're here to do this. I want to enjoy all of you, mm-hmm. and like I really do. I I love them dearly. I think they're all amazing entertainers. And working with the Boulets was was an amazing experience, and just the whole thing mm-hmm. was really good. I chose to take away from it like all the positive shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is what's going to make me a better performer. I'm carrying that with me. And then that. the rest of this shit, well, you know, it. it's nothing therapy can't fix. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, therapy. I need to call Yay, about that. Therapy. <laughs> I think for me, like, a good a good moment, I'll just, like, going just by this year, too, because I had so many humiliating things happen this year. Um, <laughs> but, like, a really good thing was doing nightgowns for World Pride with yeah. Sasha. And it was, in, and she was in my number, and I was just crying and crying and crying forever. And it was beautiful and magical. And then I laid in her rose garden with her afterwards, and that was magical. But <laughs> on the other stretch of things, I can't decide what's more humiliating about this last year. Either, like... <laughs> wetting myself in my front hallway and like being totally naked like I you know like when you're like uh oh not gonna make it not gonna make it not gonna make it and I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god and as soon as I got the tights down like my bladder was like goodbye yeah and my (laughs) I just like squatted and started peeing in my front hall thank god my partner was out of town and I had to push my tights away so I didn't pee on them because I had to wear them the next (laughs) day (laughs) and can I tell you the cleaning that happened after and I just squatted and was just crying just crying Crying and crying. And the other day, the other one was on Mother's Day. I did this show. It was a Mother's Day show at noon. They hired a drag queen for some reason. And then they put a giant buffet right in front of the no. stage. Oh, so no. I was performing in front of a shawarma. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and somebody, somebody who was getting some meats were like, could you, could you quiet down? And I was literally like, our next performance. Former is <laughs> and I was like Wait, they chose shawarma over you. Who yeah. was telling you to I, quiet I, I down? I might choose shawarma over me if it was really, really this good. This was a patron? A patron. I was like, all right, keep theater. it down. I'm here yeah. for the lamb, dumbass. Like, <laughs> right. They're like, I'm here for the all you can eat shrimp. Yeah. Don't talk to me. I don't yeah. want to talk about this. Right. Like, Do your yeah. little skit later. We're uh, <laughs> Do your skit later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lord, so yeah, that was a real that was a real great <laughs> moment for me. I actually you know when you said you could had to start you had to laugh? Yeah. I couldn't make it off stage. Yeah. I just broke down laughing yeah. and I fell on the floor and I was just laughing and crying and laughing and crying because it was like after a weekend of like six or seven shows or something like that and you know you're just exhausted and you're like what is this piece of shit show what do I give a fuck like fuck off like yeah Yeah. you just start laughing because you're like then I scooted off the stage I didn't even use the stairs I was like whatever (laughs) so I just like rolled to the front of the stage and then just sort of plopped off of it and then I picked a piece of shawarma off the station and walked away (laughs) you deserved it it was right there yeah. yeah, it's a bit, it's fucking embarrassing. Yeah. Drag is super humiliating is. and super wonderful. Yeah. 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 I cartwheeled into a wall in front of a bunch of teenagers. 
Teenagers. What? Yeah. Not so teenagers. It was, a, it was a all ages. I, was I just said this earlier in a tweet this week. I said, like, I will lick roaches. You can put a shot collar on me, but I would literally cross a, a, a busy highway during rush hour if I could, if it was to pass, like, five teenagers with cool teenagers haircuts. Teenagers are terrifying. They will, they're horrifying. They, that yeah. should be a Dragula challenge. They are horrifying, <laughs> and I do a few all ages shows, and one of them is a bingo. Mm-hmm. And I stupidly said, hey, what song am I going to do next? And they're like, Carly Rae Jepsen, Cut to the Feeling. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> don't hit it, bitch. And then they start off and right before the chorus. Because, you know, I, I do splits. I do cartwheels. I care, you know. Misgaged. Uh, and literally uh, while my legs were in the air, hands on the ground, Immediately just cartwheeled into a half wall, <laughs> fell back the other way. My ankles hit a table. Was, the wig was askew, and I literally got up off the floor and just cackled. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. What, what are, are you gonna yeah. do? The kids like, do? Start crying and be like, "Yo, don't look at me." No. At that point, you're do? done. Oh, the, no! Literally, the kids were genuinely scared shitless because they thought I if not broke something right. that I was dead yeah. um, they're like she's old she probably broke a hip and they like they, they came running and I like was just laughing you're like surprise like, oh, I'm undead it's fine what are you gonna do wow. I, I, I cartwheeled into a wall during Carly Rae Jepsen <laughs> life doesn't get much worse than this right or now better. or at least, better at least Carly was with you in that Carly, moment Carly held me God she bless. held me <laughs> um, do you wanna do the next one yeah let's Marty from Chicago. What time being told no influenced you the most? That's a great question. That's a hard question. Um, what have I, been told I mean, no? sometimes like you, you get told no and then it leads you to something better. I can't think of any moments like that right now, but I'm sure there is one in my past. My whole career is built on a no. Yeah. Yeah. So that's well, it that's for me. true, yeah. Yeah, it, I, I got told no... Like you definitely, because I, you know, was doing the drag musicals and you came and saw me and you were like, yes. Yeah. And everyone else was saying, no, please don't call yourself a drag queen. It makes everyone uncomfortable. People literally say, stop doing that. Stop pretending to be this. Stop pretending, stop performing, stop doing this, stop doing that. And, uh, and I've, there's nothing, you tell a Scorpio, no, you're in big trouble. (laughs) Oh God, it's your season too. They better not fuck with you during your season. Oh my God, the power coming, emanating from my vagina right now. It's amazing. No, but yeah, telling (laughs) Scorpions crawling out. (laughs) And just like, (laughs) 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 Scorpions in my vagina. for the show tonight. Surprise. Love that. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, so just being told no, (laughs) built my whole career. Yeah. The whole base of it anyways. Yeah. Same here. Same here. I was told no my whole life. And then when I started drag, I was like, there's no more no's. And if I'm told Mm. no, then I'll just do it myself my way. Like literally when I was told no, I was like, well, I'll start my own fucking show. Yeah. And you'll fucking eat it. Yeah. And that was, that's how I built my whole drag career was like my whole life leading up to it. I was told, no, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. Mm. And then I was just like, fuck it. Yes, I am. Yeah. And I'll do it my way. Yeah. And that's that's how I started drag was like out the vagine. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing things how I want to do yeah. it. So. Yeah. 
My I, when I was little, my mom was very like, you can't paint your room, you can't move your room around, you can't have a dog, you can't like everything was just the the first answer was always no, yes. and then you had to like chip away at that no, mm-hmm. and uh, like yeah. a year later you would get a yes. Yeah. So I feel like that very much like made my relationship with authority like, all right, I'll just hang in there, and when I strike one day, it'll it'll work out, you yeah. know. Yeah. But like the beginning was always like, ah, no, no, can't do that, can't change anything, and then you yeah. have to just find your way to make it happen for yourself. The patience you learn. Yeah. Oh my God. Whenever, yes. <laughs> whenever, anyone piss, whenever anyone pisses me off, like in the scene or something, I'm not one to take it online or anything. It, yeah. The patience that if you sit back and let the evil people do evil amongst themselves, have a little patience. In a year, the things that annoyed you will not even exist. That is yeah. true. It that will, is definitely don't true. Don't expend your energy on tiny little things. Yeah. It's yeah. gorgeous. Just yeah. wait a little, right? Yeah. I like Neon Dracula. <laughs> I didn't bitch anyone out. I just sat in the back and was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Keep talking, gal. Right. Lucky, right. what about you? I guess no has always just felt like a suggestion rather than <laughs> anything <laughs> else grimly. to me. I'm just like, I hear no and I go, yeah, okay. That's right. fine. Yeah. I was like, okay, whatever you say. And then just I just go do things instead. So I don't know. The older I get, the more I've learned to ask for forgiveness instead of permission. Yeah. Especially when you do get more of like a power in the places that you work. Like, they're just, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to keep giving you the best shit you're going to get. Maybe sometimes we will push the boundaries a little, but, right. you know, sorry, whoops. And yeah. Every, yeah. Did you cash those checks? Did we make you money? Here we go. Like, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and every time I hear, like, no, and then I'm like, I'm going to do it, I, I have to, like, stop myself and go, okay, is this going to hurt anybody? Right. Is this something that's going to fuck with somebody Am in I some deep way? From it? Or is this something that somebody is just telling me no because they don't want to see me do this? Mm-hmm. And then I just go, okay, well, if I'm not going to hurt anybody, I'm just going to fucking do it. Yeah. Or they're lazy. Life. Yeah, or they don't want to see you do it because they know it's going to be good and they don't want you to like oh, yeah. make a big splash. And then or you're they just don't like, want work for themselves. Right. That drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you're just like, bye. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ooh, can we have more champagne? Yes. Yeah, can we have more? Well, there's more in the bottle. Oh, perfect. Put it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be your only. We can't be your only expensive equipment. All right, uh, this is from, uh, it, it, it's me, right? Yeah. From Invader Him from Ann Arbor. Uh, that's cute. Uh, would, this is very deep, and I'm not sure I totally understand it, so you have to help me with this. Okay. Would you consider yourself to be people with emotional intelligence? Quote, if you believe in it, do you value it, and how do you cultivate it? Oh, yeah. Obvi. Yeah. Like, I think we all, as entertainers, have emotional intelligence. Yeah. I mean, to be able to tap into the things you do, whether it be like, comedy or you know whatever whatever you do on stage like you have to be able to tap into some like i mean that's just like you're alive yeah what but i don't like, really what understand performer what... can go on stage completely blocked off from uh... ever i mean yeah no no oh. i don't oh, think I, I, like... I don't think i can i'm like weeping 90 <laughs> yeah. percent no. of the time on no. stage but but i do think some people do i think some people go up on stage and they were like they're like okay receive me you know what i mean oh, and yeah. it's not necessarily about either an emotional like delving in of themselves they or a connection. Good. No. <laughs> yeah. Because the yeah. stakes aren't really there for them. They're just like, they ended up performing yeah. and they're just going to go out there and just kind of go to the left, go to the right. And right. You don't, no one feels anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're like, Oh, you're performing in front of your mirror at yeah. home right now. Yeah, I you... couldn't think of anything more, more just horrible than yeah. that to, to, to do and to see. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's kind of why I really 
you know, jumped into drag was because it was such an emotional release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, I could work through all this shit with like costumes and makeup and music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, How did you start though? Like, what was your well, avenue in? Um, I was dating the producer of the, of, Poo poo platter, mm-hmm. and uh, so it was through the was, back door. Was like, I give you blow Jesus. jobs. I want to be on this show, <laughs> and now he's my husband. Oh, so there you go. A classic yeah. love story. It all worked out. Yeah, yeah. sucked his dick. Became a drag queen, Ta-da. got married. Yeah. Ta-da. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Star in the movie. Um, okay, cool. Did you do, uh, were you in burlesque before that? Or? No, I okay. did nothing. Yeah. Oh, wow. I was just like, this will be fun. Can I try it? Wait, yeah. no performing of any no kind? Theater, no. Your wow. work is so what did well, you? just yeah. Visual art. I, I, uh, oh, okay. I did visual art, paper cut, oh. working. Yeah. That's, that explains that's what I did. Like, like, why you're such an image. And I say that totally it's like so clean, as far, right? You're curated, and that's yeah. something that I really respect I, I went about to you. Art school, like, was oh. a visual artist for a long, long, long time, and I secretly just made Louisiana Purchase into the creature that I always like imagined to be yeah. the perfect, yeah, like my perfect version of a female, whatever that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're you know, up. it's like I look at Louisiana and I'm like, oh my god. Diva, <laughs> yes. Like, I get it, it's a live doll. I get to dress, yeah. and inhabit, and it's like, my God, yeah, fuck yeah. So, like, what, what kind of art was it though? I did um, paper cut silhouette work. So basically, I would take a large sheet of paper and exacto knife and carve out the images. I have a with friend knives. here who works for the the theater company that does shadow puppetry. Yes, yes, it's it's very <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just I did that for years and years. Showed in galleries. Sold Pete like hundreds and hundreds of pieces wow. and then was like I want to try drag yeah. <laughs> do you still do that no I don't have time anymore unfortunately no. I wish I did because I do love doing it but do you yeah. miss it a lot visual art I, I you know what I guess because I put so much of like the energy I put into that now into drag with like uh, the costuming yeah. and then like video work and all that kind of stuff like it kind of like quells that Right. I feel hunger like for visual art, you know. Yeah. People describe like creativity as just like a jar that you have and you have like liquid in the jar and it's like this golden amazing liquid mm-hmm. and you just take little scoops out yeah. for each project that you do regardless of like what form it takes. Yeah. And then eventually you've scooped out all the liquid and you need to like let it refill slowly. Yeah, exactly. And so if you're like pouring it all out on drag, which drag takes so much of it. Oh my right. god. You just like don't have any leftover to Heaven's do other projects. Fancy. Exactly. Trey, pop that cork, yo. Okay. Yeah. Can I do the champagne sponsors? Yeah, Wait. you want okay. to? You have to say the Venmo because I always get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, go ahead. Oh, oh, my God. oh right. wow. That is the sound of moment. champagne. If you would like to <laughs> support us financially in our drinking endeavors, you can send us money to... You can Venmo us at the Tea Podcast. Ding! Uh, thank you to uh, Tara Card. Hey. Not, not Terrace Card, as, as it's been written here by... Oh, God. By autocorrect. Yeah. Um, uh, Elliot Cobb, Drew Reibhoff, uh, Haley Romanchik. Oh, how romantic. Um, Edward oh. Zorich. I'm fucking these up. Jesus Estella. <laughs> um... Grant Greco, Jessica Mishlove, and Tony Unster. You did great. I did it. All right. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Cheers. Oh, here. Um, yeah. All right. Cheers. Yeehaw. Oh, Lucky Refill. doesn't get any. That's okay. I'm coming. I'm coming. Okay. Bing. Hooray. Yay. Yay. We made it.
did it. We did it. We did it. Very exciting. Thank you for sponsoring us. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Should I do the next yeah, one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Drew from Chicago. Do you think it's important to try and be versatile, in quotes, and do completely... Di- yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I was there with... I was there, too. Look, I was there. Um, and do completely different looks, or better to have variety, but some similar elements in each one to create a brand as your character slash art. Mm. Is it that, like, conscious for y'all? Yeah, yeah, I wonder yeah. about that. Definitely. I just kind of let Louisiana take the reign, quite honestly. Like, I'm not too worried about, well, maybe this looks like a little bit too similar to this look, or this makeup look is similar to that. Yeah, like the read from Dahlia was real. I put on a wing liner, honey. <laughs> I put on my shadow. And, like, when when I'm, like, in Louisiana Geisha, it's just, like, I just let her kind of, mm-hmm. I let her guide, you know. And I don't, like, I feel variety just comes from living yeah. and experiences, and that colors your drag. I don't actively be like, okay, well, I did this. Now I got to do something else, you know, for, you know, for variance in my art. I just like let life happen. Like I'll go through phases where like I listen to the same song nonstop for like two weeks. And that's kind of my personality is I eat up and eat up and eat up something. And then it gets recycled in my art. And then I move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. There's just kind of like organically like that. Yeah, I love that. I feel like I always go through periods like that last sort of anywhere from six months to a year, mm-hmm. and I'm sort of exiting my dead saint period sure. <laughs> of my like, yeah, career. Yeah, I can feel that. Where everything is sort of just like, um, I was like, well, how can I take uh, religious themes and how can I push them into funny areas? How can I push them into really like weird stuff? How can I make it scary? Like how, how much can I do with this one type of idea? And then I'm sort of going to, you know, you, I just sort of move forward. And I feel like the universe, like all the stuff that I listen to or happen to see sort of just like informs whatever it is that I'm yeah. playing with. So maybe it'll be like a hip hop, you know, saint, geisha, monster, lizard thing, you know, one day. And then, you know, the next it's like a cleaner moment or whatever. Um, but I feel like, you know, I feel like you sort of take the, I collect things like a magpie Mm -hmm. and sort of sort them as I go. And Mm. then I don't know, I just sort of use them and whatever I'm interested in at that point, that's what the art looks like more Mm -hmm. or sounds like. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I think, you know, I I don't know, I guess that's all I would say about that. I don't know. What do you think? I feel like I always want to have more variety, but then it's almost like you say, like lucky dictates Mm -hmm. and I sort of just have to keep following that. And I'll go through like color story periods or I go, I'll go through periods where I'm like, I'm going to be very, very classic and glamorous for a minute. And then that's like three months. And then I'm like, I'm a hobgoblin from the bottom of the sea. And that's what we're just doing for now, you know? And it's just, I don't really feel like I have much of a choice in the matter at all. I don't feel like it's conscious. I love that you say colorways because I go through, I dress pretty monochromatically Mm -hmm. when I'm in drag. Yeah. And I, I really love that. Like I went through a whole pink phase where Mm -hmm. I did this photo shoot where I was like, fucked by Satan, but everything was like pink. It was very gorgeous though. Like, <laughs> it's that cheesecake really, Satan fucking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like I, I go through, you know, and then the colorways inform also different things too. Mm-hmm. The, the Well, real quick, the first time I had ever heard of you was from like Layla and her friend Renee and uh-huh. they were talking about how cool your house is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Ooh. everything is like really, explain it. It's like everything's pink and very. So my drag room is floor to ceiling pink there is not one thing in there that is not pink I even have a giant um, like 
kit model of Bella Lugosi as Dracula coming out of a cape and the whole, and I painted the whole thing monochromatic oh paint. Oh my God. This is, it's like the old school pictures of yeah. uh, the original Adams Family set. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Where everything it's, it's was engraved. Very, yeah, yeah. pink. Because even Louisiana, I don't view Louisiana necessarily as a woman. I view her as like Satan's mistress. She sure. is a demon, but like wrapped in a beautiful, and that's my favorite thing. That's what I brought to Dragula. I like beauty wrapping mm-hmm. the interior horror yeah. and that's kind of like what like my house is it's like all this beautiful like little chashkis and then you start digging you're like, like oh my god what evil. is that right. in that jar oh it's a python's heart okay oh, <laughs> oh wow doesn't everyone have one <laughs> sure, I wish T I feel like I've known you for a long time and I feel like your hair is always telling a story that's my <laughs> that's where I try to put all my money it's <laughs> that is where the that's that dictates a lot, and I, I do that a lot through Sarah, where I just go, Sarah, I like this color, uh, Sarah, uh, Andrews, Sarah Andrews wig one eight hundred wig takeout. Yeah, I love her. I'll just, mm-hmm. I'll just, Hi like, Sarah, I want to do a shout out to you because yeah. I love you. She's I love amazing. her too. Do you have hair by her? I don't. Uh. She's incredible. <laughs> I'll just kind of like see something and I'll send it to her, and and she always draws inspiration, but never like completely copies it. Mm-hmm. And so once I get that, I'm I'm like a visual learner, but I. I can't um, come up with my own like style stuff. Like I have to see something that's already made and then I have to be like, all right, let's do a version of this, but we're going to change the color and, we're, and then I need your help on mm, these things. Mm-hmm. My brain can't be like, this is the silhouette I want. I can't right. fucking think like that. Whatever I look like now is just trial and error that I, that, seriously, yeah. I just like, okay, this is what we're going to do now. <laughs> I look horrible in so many different ways and then I just kind of like tweak the eyebrow, tweak the makeup, figure out the nose. Fig- oh, now we got a hair. Now, oh, it's stone these shoes like it was <laughs> trial and fucking error I'm where do you start that. from like you like when you I start like a, to start with hair yeah hair yeah that makes because sense I, if i don't have the right wig i just don't feel everything's anymore. just supporting Absolutely. your hair right? yeah i feel like that is such a focal point and you can wear the cheapest shittiest outfit in the world but if if i have that giant hair Crown. like it just really kind of like ding yeah you know mm-hmm. it elevates it that makes sense yeah I love that. I've I just become hair. a hair queen, like in the last couple hair of years. Hair is hard. It's hard. I find it really difficult. Like, I, I always, I feel like every time there's a question on this, that's like, what part of your drag would you like to level up? I'm like, I need to figure out my hair. <laughs> you just need a lot of hairspray and a good pair of scissors. Because you. it's true. not like you're wanting a finger wave in your life. I want a finger wave. No, no, no. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, maybe here right, and there, but right. like, more often than not, you want a weird asymmetrical haircut. I've seen I your don't mood know boards. What I've you're seen talking your mood about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, all right. Do we have this next one? <gasps> it's you. Okay. This is from Maxi Glamour. Oh, Friends. Yay, Maxi. Yay. We love you. We Tea had her back. We had her on. We love yeah. her. Tea of the bag. Tea of the bag. Um, for Cat's ass, can you yodel? <laughs> um. Uh, do it now. Think, I'm trying to think. I uh, the only thing I can think of is like Lonely from, Goat Herd. Yeah, I was, uh, the, <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite songs of all time is Lonely Goat Herd from Sound of Music. I don't know why I was so mad when Lady Gaga didn't do it when she did the Sound of Music I tribute know. or whatever. So ha- sad. Have you ever performed that song? Uh, yes, I have, and I was a goat, and I was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> can you yodel? Let me see. Um, <clears throat> High on the hill with the loony goat and little, little, Reasonable effort. Reasonable effort. I think I could fake it. Yeah. I would say, Maxie. <laughs> you could yodel in a music uh, musical. I, I could yodel in a musical, and if I practiced it, I could yodel, and I fucking love yodeling. So thank you for bringing that up <laughs> to my attention. I will be yodeling in the near future. Dame Yay. Judy, close the show with a yodel, please. <laughs> Dame Judy, seven-minute yodel. Yeah. <laughs> 
Maxi also said for Louisiana, are you releasing any new music? I love uh, your voice and the way you stroke your theremin. <laughs> I know theremin. you do. So I, I a am a thereminist. I play the theremin, and it's um, they kind of like the like in some, like in sci-fi movies. Yeah. So it's an electronic instrument that has like two wires. And your body makes the is the connector. It's basically mm. like the electricity. It's sort of like dance, control. right? Like you don't actually really touch anything. You don't touch anything. Basically, one hand controls volume and one hand controls pitch. The Whoa. closer to the pole, the higher the pitch. The further away, the lower the pitch. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I am making. A, I'm recording a theremin album. I have twelve tracks. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, I I have to take a break from it, obviously for performing. But um, yeah, I'm. Gonna like plan out this huge like 1920s Airte inspired like <gasps> magical night that's with so me cool. like opening the show playing theremin. So oh my god, that's oh gonna god. happen in the near future. But yeah, I and also like I like that whole kind of like grand spooky dom coming down yeah. from like a stairwell with like a plunging V neck like in crushed velvet and then just like plays the theremin in her parlor. <laughs> you know, for when I'm 60 and I gotta age Louisiana. <laughs> like if I still want to do Louisiana when I'm sixty, like girl, you're gonna be a grand dom. She's totally gonna work, yeah. Right, just sitting in a parlor, that's sipping absinthe. Oh, <laughs> bless. Um, should we do the next yep. one? Holly Baloo from Chicago, uh, Louisiana. I also didn't start performing in drag until I was in my thirties. What is your experience as an artist with a later start than other performers, and how does that experience inform your art? Do you ever experience prejudice or FOMO? Do you regret not finding your artistic voice sooner? There's a lot of there's a lot of yeah. weight on these um, questions. Yeah, um, no FOMO. Um, it I wasn't meant to do drag then. I, nice. I never have FOMO. Like I'm, I'm where I am, where I am supposed to be at all times. Like yeah. that's how I feel. Like life is. Like I don't, yeah. I don't get FOMO. Um, I've never received any like real backlash. The only thing I've ever received, like in like you know the Kiki, cut up with the girls. <laughs> They're like, excuse me, you're 42, and I'm like, yes, I'm 42. Blah blah blah. And then it's never a non-issue because they then see me perform. Mm-hmm. Right. And like I said on the show, jokingly, like I could do better splits than all of you here, <laughs> and it's true. Like my body's very naturally flexible. When I perform, you don't think. God damn, Mama. You know, no, it's like, <laughs> she can, you know, it's still, I've never faced any. Yeah. I think because, like, I don't put any limitations on myself. Like, going on the show, another one of the main reasons why was because of that. I wanted to show people, like, I did not start drag till I was 36, till I was 36 wow. fucking years yeah. old. Amazing. And then I made Dragula at 42. Yeah. Like, you can do anything. Like, if you want it, if you want it. You can do it. You you'll find a way to do it. Life will find a way. It will it will happen. Well, it's so cool and important that you did because I feel like so many, especially when you're younger, so many people have like this intense fear of getting older, and it's because they haven't had people lifted up to them as examples right. of what life yeah. can be like after that. Exactly. Well, so then in the they LGBT. panic. QIA right, it's community. like once you hit thirty, you're dead. Basically, you're dead. Yeah. 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 That's the joke amongst especially like gay cis men. It's like. You're 28, bye, diva. Yeah. You know, like, and it's like, no, fuck that. Fuck that. Because quite honestly, I felt I didn't begin living until I was 30. And then when I turned 40, I really fucking didn't give a shit about what people <laughs> said. Like, honestly, just wait, you, the the young queers out there, when you hit your 30s and 40s, like, you, your life will begin. Yep. Your life yeah. will begin. And you know what? Like, I got a little bit later start. Fuck it. 
Don't care. Yeah. yeah. There's time. I'm still doing it. Yeah. You also don't strike me as someone who like sits around feeling sorry for themselves ever. Like you're just, you seem to be a I got bills getter. to pay, baby. I ain't got right. time. I got <laughs> Shit to do. Yeah. 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 I got a household to run. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. No, the, the, no, it's, I'm in the place where I am, where I'm supposed to be at the moment. And if I don't like that place, you make proactive changes to get yourself out of that mm-hmm. fucking place. Right. I'm not, you know. I'm very much how I am on the show. I'm kind and caring, but I'm also like, and, and in that uplifting also is a little bit of tough love. It's like, yeah, like, fucking go for it. Like, optimistic realist. Yeah, optimistic what I realist. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. Uh, Hit you. We got, yeah, we got two more. This is from Gemini Gotham, Tea of the Bag, from uh, Chicago. How do you manage the fine line between, a meal, uh, nope, from appealing to <laughs> and entertaining a crowd, but not sacrificing your individuality just to make yourself more consumable to the audience? This is like the forever question, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, this is our like. hearts are weird. <laughs> looms over the, 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 the drag queen for her entire life. You know? I always think of it like um, whenever, like, for example, Example, like let's say I'm doing a drag matinee I know that there will be people there that are aggressively queer and I know that there will be people there that are not and I know that there will be people there of varying ages so mm. I think of how to what I like to do for drag matinee for example is start out with something really like my first piece will be something palatable mm. and funny and so get them on fun, your side uplifted right get, them on, get them on my side mm-hmm. and then come back take and a left turn do what I want to do right yeah. And that doesn't mean I didn't super enjoy doing that first thing. Right. Um, but what I want, what that is my way of saying, you can trust me. Yeah. You, you come with me where I'm going to go. That's a good way to put it. And mm-hmm. so that's like something, that's a, 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 not trick that I employ, but that's a, a method that I employ to comfort my audience and make them feel like they'll be cool with what's happening. And then, you know, that first number is like, you know, matron mama Morton. And the second one I get on a 14 foot ladder and I have dick pics, yeah. you know, projected over me and do the whisper no, song by Ying yeah. Yang twins. Yeah. And people are like, we'll go with you on this journey. <laughs> yeah. we, we trust you. We know you can perform. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's, that's something that is helpful. I try not to sacrifice what I like to do, but I also like to do silly things, you know, yeah. Yeah. that's a good time. And I think a good like sing along or things that like unite mm-hmm. the audience, like that's a good thing to start with, and mm-hmm. then you can you can get wacky. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you can even use a sing along to do something weird. Yeah, exactly. And so like I I always find like find a touchstone for the audience. Yes. Whatever it is, usually it doesn't have to be a hundred percent relatable to them, but it has to at least they need an entry point because mm-hmm. you can't just go up there and just. Pour honey on your head and go. Well, if you don't like it, you don't understand art. Right, yeah. <laughs> that makes just, me mad. That makes me so angry. Yeah, because because there's not a there's no finesse to it, right? Exactly. There's no craft to it. Yeah. It's just like this is art. Well, no, art. It's arts and crafts, honey. Right. You have to craft the piece. You have to yeah. take your pain or take whatever you're feeling and 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 start to think about it and sort of pull it. I always say pull it like taffy. Right. Manipulate the mm-hmm. idea and abstract it a bit. And the audience will tell you if it was funny or if it was whatever. It was because yeah. if it was supposed to be funny and they didn't laugh then it wasn't funny it wasn't it's exactly. not it's not their yeah. fault yeah. it's your fault right. and you got to find a different way to come at them it's or like if stand it's, up go rewrite it's it anything right. yeah that's with anything i mean yeah. you really are at the end of the day you're just trying to get their love and affection and most importantly their dollars yeah. so you know <laughs> if, if you can't if you can't find the entry point i mean you you might have to dumb it down a little but um oh, oh sorry for no, jumping i just no. was like thinking about the word like consume like 
to making it consumable. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're not here to be consumed by the audience. Mm -hmm. You're here to feed each other. Like they give Mm -hmm. you something and you give them something back. So like, if you don't think of it as a partnership, then you're already like, it's parasitic. Right, right, right. Then it's, then it's just like a a relationship that's one sided or another sided. Like that's not right. You want to like, give them something and let them feed you back and right. send and like be aware yes. of and listen to and be with each other. Like yeah. it's a relationship. One of my biggest pet peeves is seeing is, is seeing a performer p- inflict their pain onto the audience. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. must receive my pain. Yeah. Like and that. it makes me really, because then it's not a conversation. No. Then no. you're arresting your audience and yes. holding them hostage. Yeah. Yes. And that is That's not a hostage how you situation. Yeah. It has to be perform. a back and forth. Like if right. you're going to do something incredibly sad or very like uh, moving, yeah. You better like for example, like I love there's nothing I love more than making an audience cry. I'm not mm. going to lie. That is when you're like Lucky Diva. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if I'm going to do that, I'll do things like I'll walk right to the front of the stage and then I'll like lower real down to where I'm just like in a crouch and I'm making eye contact right. and I do the hand reach out a lot. Mm-hmm. And then you just see the tears falling, you're like, Oh, right. I gotcha, baby. Because it's not your pain, it's our pain. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, well it's what the I kind of like have like a 180 with this. Um, I've worked with the amazing, uh, one of my idols, uh, performance artist, Kimbra Fowler mm-hmm. from New York. Uh, mm-hmm. She does the voluptuous horror, Karen Black. And I was one of her Karen Black girls. And her whole school of thought is, I'm on stage. This is my world. I am performing hmm. for me. You are a spectator. Hmm. And it's, kind of has this distance to it, but still it's involved. And I kind of like flip back and forth between, um, I'm going to take you on a journey, just trust me. Mm-hmm. And if you stay with me, it'll be worth it. Yeah. And then there's other times where like, I really feel the audience and I feel, you know, it, but at the end of the day, it is if there's no give and take, then it's nothing. It's yeah. worth nothing. Like mm-hmm. if, if, if the audience's reaction, if you don't get that back, that's the whole point. It's the whole point. Yeah. It's like, why are you here? Right, like, you I might would as well do be this in, your bedroom. in my apartment yep. without all the makeup on for free. <laughs> and it'd be a lot less trouble for everyone involved. <laughs> sure. um, right. But yeah, if there's not that exchange, no matter how you go about it, whether or not like you really feel like you have to like give them something or whether it's just like, trust me, you may not know where we're going. But if you follow me on this journey, I'll take care of you. I promise. Right. Beautiful. And that's how I feel about drag. It's like, if you just step into my world while I'm on here for four minutes, five minutes, I promise you we'll come out the other end together. And you have to think about also how you're unfolding it to them. Like you don't, you can't always Mm -hmm. hit them all at once. Like even with me hosting, I'm Mm -hmm. not just going to go in hard. I'm going to kind of dip my foot in, see where they are. And you, you finesse it and you kind of, you know, if you're telling a story, you, you think about the plot lines that you're telling with your performance with anything. I mean, you have yeah. to make them understand it and make them feel safe. It's and it, like really good sex. Yeah. You don't just yeah. slam exactly. it in there. And if that doesn't work, show them your butthole like I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, everyone loves a butthole. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think my mom listens to this. <laughs> uh, Louisiana Purchase, everyone yeah. loves Let's, a butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Mo- Dear moms, we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Cat's mom, please don't show us your butthole. <laughs> Oh my God. Don't take any of the advice Donna, we've given today. watch out. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry, Donna. I love uh, you. <laughs> oh my God. We just got the one more. Okay. Jed from Kalamazoo asks, what are your Tune worst bag. and best drag habits? Ooh. Uh, worst. Mm. Um, I know my worst is 
the cleansing of the brushes. Oh my god, oh me too. God. Well, I, honey, if I get around to it every month and a half, then yeah. hallelujah. Right. I mean, honey, That's it's real. usually just black and red. Let's be honest. Yeah, like, sure. You know, I was gonna say I'm, I'm like, yeah, lacking on that one. Yeah, yeah. You got the green brush. You got the brown <laughs> brush. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I just have a giant brush set, and I'm like, no, oh, exactly. I'm like, these are the blues. Is the red? Yeah. Yeah. Blacks are over there. I yeah. feel like mine is throwing wigs in a bag when I'm at the end of the gig instead of like putting it back. I know. I'm Good Instead, at that. I'm not. I have How to be. I'm a, that's my weird obsession. Is because the, I but pay three hundred dollars yeah. for a fucking no, wig. Yeah, and I do not. <laughs> yeah. So I will. I mean, Sarah even was messaging me. She's like, "This wig I gave you all this time." She's like, "You take really good care of these wigs." She's like, "You are like really impressive." I'm like, "Cause I'm fucking obsessed with these wigs. <laughs> all of the talent is in this. Like, <laughs> you're like, this is what I've got. Magic we're the same. <laughs> we're the same person. Cause my wig yeah. people tell me the same thing. They're like, "Girl, do that. Right. it doesn't need to be." Reset. I'm like, yeah, because I spent a shit ton of money on it, and I want it to how stay. Do you, like, how do you store trash? that? Um, everything is reclipped and re-netted, and yeah. it's, they're all on heads in my drag room. Mm. Mine lay on their backs a lot, and then if I, I travel, I put everything in a shoebox. <sighs> Yeah. And I just like lay it and then I'll clip it because that's an easy way to not have that's to That's so smart. The the shoe, I've never heard of the shoebox The shoebox because uh, it's solid, but also it can breathe through it. Mm. Okay. And if you were yeah. to put it into a Tupperware, when you take it off your head, it's going to sweat it. Oh, So if you put it in the shoebox, it can still oh, breathe. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's so smart. Tim, she taught me that. Oh yeah. my God. I learned that like Learning two days things. ago. Yeah. Kim knows every trick. Yeah. Every day. It's really yeah. helpful because everybody has shoebox and yeah. I'm a size 13. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm big way to just this is why I have right. tiny little elf feet. <laughs> right. I need bigger. I need some of your yeah. shoe boxes. Is what like, I need. Yeah, a you're like putting your shoe boxes together to make a giant shoe box. I, I am can, now. I can give you some of my shoe boxes. Yay! <laughs> Presents. Um, Christmas is coming. Right. Um, that was our last question. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Mine no. would be wigs too. Wigs. Garbage. <laughs> yeah. My best habit would be cleaning things. Yo, you are. Very yeah, you're I'm the obsessed one. Obsessed about you're like washing gaffes. <laughs> but but I'm not clean. one of those queens where they're like, "Oh, sis." Yeah. You need to go to the laundry. With, no, yeah, I like. You do wash them. I wash, wash my stuff. tights. Uh, wash almost my gas, after everywhere. I don't. Even when I didn't have a, even when I didn't have a, uh, an in-unit washer dryer, I just hand wash them, mm-hmm. soak yeah, yeah. them, air dry. Goodbye. I never want to be the stinky kid because I don't have a good sense of smell. I know it's you don't like either. It's like me. Lucky. Yeah, my nose has we been worry. broken three times. I can't smell nothing. I don't know what's happening, but I don't want to be the stinky kid in class. I, I, I right. I, same. Yeah. I, mine probably get about five wears before they get washed. Oh my! But you also don't sw- do I mean, anything. You're not dancing no, in your time. No, I don't do anything. No. You just don't. There's a lot less uh, exerting going on. Yeah, I think right. that's really true. Yeah. Yeah. My corsets actually get the most like sweat mm-hmm. from me because yeah. I'm always. Usually corseted. Yeah. Me too. In the summer, do you ever get welts on oh, your back? I don't. Dracula. Because I, I was LA. corseted down to twenty four inches the entirety oh of Jesus of Dracula. It looked and great, I, honey. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, trash queen. I walked away with like quarter inch yeah. whelps all along oh, yeah. my waistline, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, thank God we don't have to film for a couple of days, so I can let these heal." Right. <laughs> Yeet. Dragula. Drag his pain. Hooray. All right. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Uh, will you tell us uh, where we can find you online if there's anything big coming up that we should look out for? If you want to send me DMs of your uncut penis, then please feel free. I'm trying to <laughs> look, follow- that happens sometimes. I'm sure. Yeah. Honey, after Meet Our Monsters, I was like, oh my God, I'll show my husband. Look! Um, you can find me on Instagram, which I think is probably my most active form of social media, and that's at 
Louisiana purchase. Ooh. With two N's in Louisiana. Don't let your phone correct you. Oh, yeah. okay. Louisiana. Yeah, it makes the name Anna, and no one calls me Anna. They call me Wheezy. Or like on the show, Lou. <laughs> Lou is cute. Lou, Landon calls me Lou. Oh, I love Landon. you, Landon. Oh, <laughs> the best. Um, where can we find you? On Do Twitter, you, you can find me at I hate cat sass, all one word. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, and on Instagram, you can find me at at cat dot sass, and on Facebook, you can find me never, honey. Mm-hmm. I don't wonder, like, but I, I just do like what Facebook. I need to do. On no, Facebook is a bye bye trash it's party. Over. Facebook finally. is my birth name, so please don't look for me there. <laughs> I finally got my Facebook changed. I Mark saw that. Zuckerberg. Yes, congratulations. I got them both changed. My shitty fan page. So now you're Trex Trex, which now I, I have love. to be Trex Trex because they wouldn't let me. Like, I tried to go through you one of those like Cambodian websites so that you can like. <laughs> yeah, there's like these backdoor like ways that you can do it you have to sign into another it's a mess oh my, oh my gosh Lord. show me the back door please <laughs> <laughs> that can't be your only pickup line <laughs> um, uh, yes I'm T-Rex in Chicago on uh, Twitter and Instagram uh, I'm at Drag Matinee every Saturday I'm at XYZ at Roscoe's every first Sunday I'm at Dick's in Milwaukee every third Friday usually and um, lots of other things going on just I don't know look online beep beep <laughs> and oh I am uh, lucky.stiff on Instagram. I am luckystiff2. That's the number two on Twitter because the saga continues. Um, every th- every third Friday, I am at Berlin for Goddess with this one over here to my right. Howdy, howdy. howdy. Yay. And, How long? Two, oh, three years? Three years? Uh, three years in September, this past nice. September. We, we had our three year anniversary. Three year anniversary. We are true. feeling cute. We are feeling sassy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are having Hollow Eve for our birthday yeah. show. Yeah. I love exciting. you, Hollow. I, if you're, if I was you talking to Hollow this. today, and Hollow so sends their love to. Oh, I love. So, little quick, little tidbit. Um, Whenever we all met each other for the first time in full drag, um, I'd worked with Madeline Hatter before. Mm -hmm. I obviously knew who uh, Eva Destruction is. Hollow and I have been online, had been online friends for four years. I never had met. So, when I saw her, we were not allowed to speak to each other yet, but I ran into the room she was in and slammed the door, and we just like screamed and hugged until they were like, Y'all get out of there. And I was like, Leave me alone. (laughs) This is very important. You're going to give this to me. (laughs) We're so so excited. Yeah, it's going to be super, super good. That's the third uh, Friday in November, which there's five Fridays, so don't get confused. And it's our our joint birthday show. It is. And we've elected to no longer age, so it's the vampire ball. Absolutely. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> yep, yep. Awesome. Um, uh, yeah, and every fourth Friday, I'm at the Newport Theater with Willie LeCue for our 1930s absinthe cabaret, um, Delirium. So come to that, too. This has been a really fun one. You guys are both yeah. so pleasant. Oh, thank you so <laughs> much. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, so cheers. One more time. Yes. We're going to get you very drunk in I Chicago. love champagne. <laughs> <laughs>